facing a power running team. Uh, what challenge does Wisconsin present for BYU's defense? Uh, they're big and physical. I would say they have a really complete uh, plan on offense. They're, it's hard to get tendencies on what they do. They've got uh, enough different looks, enough different formations, enough different actions at the line of scrimmage that our guys are going to have to be really disciplined in the way that they line up, where their eyes are, and we have to play a really physical game. How have they been doing with that discipline so far? Uh, I, I think our discipline so far has been um, has been good, not great. We can we can be better. We need to be better, and uh, the, the end result being to compete each week to the point of victory. And you know, we haven't got that done. Talk about the, just the play of the safety so far. A lot of guys have been rotating. And you need a, a, a wide variety of guys to to be out there. Yep. Yeah. That's. Uh, I think that the safeties have played uh, pretty well as as evidence. Usually, scoring defense is um, you know, an indication of how well the safeties are playing. Most of the time, their job is to adjust to um, what the offense is doing from a deep threat standpoint and uh, from a gimmick standpoint. Take away some of those options to take shots down the field and then tackle the football before it becomes uh, a game over 20 yards. And, and in that area, we've been pretty good. And then the, the, just the days are gone where. A guy can play a whole season, every single snap, and so it's important to have enough guys to rotate in, and and we do. We have that luxury. If we didn't, we would just have to play the, the two guys that were clearly better than everybody else, but I think we have enough guys that are competent at that position that uh, that when we can, we need to rotate some new bodies in there. Hanneman set out the entire game. What's his status going forward? His status is good. He'll be ready to go for this week. We, uh, we prepared... We had to, obviously, with him being out the first half, we had to prepare other guys and uh, give them practice repetitions. Those are very important. Uh, Mike is ready to go and, and out there today and doing a great job. He's having a, he's, don't want to say making a habit, but kind of making it a little bit of a habit with the, these targeting injections. Is there some stuff that you guys can do to kind of correct some things and say, hey, be careful here, be careful there kind of thing? Yes, coach absolutely. That up? Yeah, that, that, gets coached, um, that gets coached every day. It's, we, we do a face-up tackling drill. And uh, he, you know, he's he's part of that drill on a daily basis. And some guys have a little more of an instinct to duck their head on contact, and uh, and he he has that instinct. He's got to work through that, train through that. Um, the good the good news is, uh, you know, it's the penalty that's costing us, and uh, what's costing him is the playing time. So he's got to use that motivation, discipline himself, so he can stay in the game and help us. Marvin Hefo's been a consistent fixture in that safety mm-hmm. rotation. Has he been a pleasant surprise for you guys? With how he's that, been able to that's capture? a good phrase to describe it. Yep, he uh, is a walk-on player, uh, brother to Aleva Hifo, yeah. who we uh, recruited, and uh, Marvin kind of just, uh, you know, just made himself available to us. And uh, he was playing junior college football at Mount San Jacinto, where uh, Casey Mazzotta is the head coach, who's a, who's a BYU alum, played it in the days that uh, actually overlapped with both Ty and I in the early 90s as a safety and uh, he had Casey's recommendation and, and he's done a tremendous job. He's one of the best tacklers on our team. Hello. What's he like in the locker room? I, 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 just What's he done to kind of rise to this position where he's been able to be a, a contributor? And when did you first know that he's a guy that could really help you guys? Yeah, it's hard for me to know what, what guys are like, you know, when the coaches aren't around. And so when you say in the locker room, that's kind of, to me, that, that that's code for, you know, when the coaches aren't around. So And, and I don't know, but uh, I know he's handled business in the classroom. And I know that he's really well prepared. And then just from a from a team standpoint, any time a guy can come out of nowhere, work his way onto the field and deliver, and that takes so much character. We've got every team has 
probably dozens of guys who are disappointed in their role, have to, are, are trying on a daily basis, struggling to bring the type of energy and motivation to persevere through what they feel like is an unfair evaluation or they feel like they should be playing more. Whether they're starters or backups or, or not even on the travel squad, there's a lot of guys on the team that are, that are working through wanting more of a role. And so when a guy like that can set a great example of just starting from zero, having no role, no spot on the team, questionable to even come to training camp and then work himself into what we consider as a starting player and then deliver is just a tremendous uh, test of his character and he's come through strong special teams wise how do you feel you guys are doing so far i think our uh, our coverage units are are leading the way we've had great kick placement and we've got guys that love to go down and cover kicks the punt unit and the the kickoff unit have been um, fantastic we had one a punt coverage that uh, got away from us at LSU. We had a low trajectory kick, and the guys got uh, before we got into our coverage formation. The, the ball carrier had the ball and was able to expose us a little bit. In the um, return game, we haven't had many opportunities in the punt return game to get it going, but uh, you know we've been we've been sound on making them punt the ball and, and keeping possession, getting possession for our offense. We we need to become more dynamic in our punt return game, and I think our kickoff return game is really showing some signs. But even that part of the game where you know teams are returning less kickoffs and less punts than they used to because kickers are getting stronger relative to the size of the field and, and the type of schemes that are being played. On, on the missed field goal, is it unfair to put that all on wrap? Is there other problems on that? Yes, the, the snap was a bit low, but not too low to execute. Uh, the hold was a bit bobbled, but not too bobbled to execute. And, uh, and the kick was off. You know, the, the, Those two things, I think, caused, our, caused Rhett to hesitate a bit. And in, uh, in our special teams meeting in front of the whole team, I explained to the team that uh, most missed kicks are a third, a third, a third. You know, it's an operational issue, and that was definitely an operational issue. The snap hold and the kick, they've all got to be on point. And uh, none of them were, and none of them corrected for each other. Sure. Yeah, um, so their, their offense is based in uh, big personnel. They will um, they'll sprinkle in play action pass out of bigger personnel. By big personnel, I mean fullbacks, tight ends, sometimes multiple fullbacks or multiple tight ends. Um, sometimes an extra offensive lineman, though we haven't seen that this year, but in years past they've done that. They want to establish their, their running game um, on, in longer yarded situations because they're a run first team. They will, they will spread it out and pass the ball. Sometimes a pass first team like, like we've been, you know, maybe on third and long, kind of, well, if we haven't completed some passes, maybe we've got to take our medicine and try to run the ball up in there and punt. These guys are going to be conservative early in the series typically and then, um, and then you know, be aggressive later in the series on, on third and long with a more spread out offense. Quarterback that's very competent, always two or three of the best running backs in college football, and, uh, and, and certainly that's the case this year and a big physical offensive line. On the philosophy that you don't want to kick it in the end zone, you want to. Uh, yeah. Is that kind of. Can you explain why you like that kind of strategy? Sure. So um, we, when we when we kick it into the end zone and the other team accepts a touchback and takes a knee, then they get the ball at the 25 yard line. Uh, with with a four second plus hang time and good kick placement, we feel like that we can tackle them inside the 25 yard line, and we feel like they have the, we have the coverage players to do that. And so it's not. Uh, we don't take. 10 yards of field position lightly. Um, right now, we are averaging um, after kickoffs, with the exception of the, the one that we kicked out of bounds in an, in an onside kick situation, um, we're, we're averaging well inside the 20-yard line for the initial field position of the opponent's offense after a kickoff. So we want to we keep going with that. Last couple questions. I think we're good. That's good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you.